0: All right. Welcome to the Stock Market Update. It is Monday, April 11th. And uh, wow, we have a lot to talk about because stocks finished last week with a loss. The S&P 500 is closing below a key technical level. We'll take a look at this. The 10 year yield keeps making new highs. Cleveland Fed president says no recession. So what does that mean? (laughs) Okay, so what will traders focus on this week? What to expect? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Plus, uh, we'll talk about our current positions. But before we dive in and show you what's happening here. If this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Heidkotter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And and every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters and reports. and, And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. Now, if this is your first time here, I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry, we have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. <laughs> okay. So before we before we take a look at the charts and uh, see show everybody how we are trading the markets let me tell you about something that's worrying me because I, I'm really getting concerned about my, my mental health. <laughs> you see, I, Let me tell you, after what happened last week on Friday, we haven't talked about it yet, but, but I'm starting to get really concerned. <laughs> see, Over the years, I already noticed a few changes in, in my mental state. Um, as an example, has this ever happened to you? Last week, uh, my daughter Vivian and I wanted to make mac and cheese and I, I read the distractions, uh, directions on the box, then uh, threw it in the trash Right, <laughs> picked it out of the trash a few minutes later because I already forgot step three of the instruction. It was what quarter cup of milk and how much butter? <laughs> have you ever done that?
1: <laughs> I, I have done that before. I have. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, and I, I notice also that I'm getting older; my, my tolerance level has significantly decreased. A uh, decrease. So, <laughs> for example, when I'm sitting on an airplane, I'm usually up front in seat two A. That's my favorite seat. And then somebody walks in, stops right next to my seat, pulls out the ticket, and says. 28F, looks up, sees seats 2A and 2C, looks back at the ticket, looks to the other side, sees seats 2D and 2F, looks one row further, mumbles row 3, back at the ticket, and then starts walking while counting row 4, row (laughs) 5. Buddy, you still have a ways to go. You're 28. Anyhow, so here's what happened last week. So you you know that we traded Macy's, right? So uh, we both traded it. I I sold puts for 25 cents. Did you do the same? Can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Now, you know, as a rule of thumb, we we like to buy back uh, at 90% of the maximum profit. And in this case, that would be two cents. Now, on Friday, I noticed that my order to buy back Macy's put options was filled, which was super surprising. (laughs) And I noticed that 0.02 0.02 and 0.22 are not the same. <laughs> Turns out I entered my profit target at 0.22 instead of 0.02. 22 cents instead of two cents. Wow. I've made this mistake
1: in three years. The, yeah. Yeah. that That's a big difference when it comes to, to selling puts and, and collecting premium. <laughs> well, have you ever made this mistake? I, I i haven't made the 90 percent mistake that you just did but i have entered the wrong number so we're all guilty of that (laughs) anyhow so so now i have three choices i I can
0: double up uh, on my fish oil supplements and hope it helps or i can watch a few episodes of sesame street with uh, the counts (laughs) to refresh my numbers or I could just chalk it up as an honest mistake. And usually I would do this, but but combined with my growing impatience with people who are writing checks at the register, at the supermarket, and then balancing their checkbook at the same time while the line is getting longer and longer, I think I start getting concerned about my mental health. So so I really (laughs) should use the the auto trading function in PowerX Optimizer more often. Anyhow. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: I think that the uh, watching episodes of Sesame Street, that that would be my suggestion, Marcus. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I like the count. I really like
0: him. (laughs) Okay, let's take a look at the markets here. So uh, interesting, a losing week for the indices last week, uh, but but it was a pretty choppy week.
1: It it was, we saw that early on uh, there was a little bit of a, a move higher, and then on Wednesday things just kind of reversed. Or actually, it was uh, Tuesday uh, after you know a push higher and then a pullback, and then choppy uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So it really was interesting. I didn't expect a whole lot of direction um, after this huge run up that we've had over the last few weeks. Uh, but on Friday, were we going to finish positive? Were we going to finish negative? Well, we finished negative, and we were down for the week. Yeah. And, and now the S&P is closing below its 200-day
0: moving average. But you see, we're trading right around there. So this is where it's, uh, it's chop, chop, chop. So, I mean, let's talk about it. What, what to expect this week? What's, what's happening?
1: Well, we do have some fresh data that traders will be focused on. Uh, we have the Consumer Price Index for March due out on Tuesday. So there we have the economic calendar. We see CPI, core CPI. So that's going to come out Tuesday. Now, that's a biggie. Uh, That's something that the Fed definitely takes into consideration. And then we also have the producer price index on Wednesday. Right. uh, Talking
0: about Fed, I mean, uh, we we see that this week we have a a bunch of Fed members speaking today. So today, Bauman and then... uh, Tomorrow we have Brainard speaking again. Uh, I thought there was one more. Oh, yeah, there's on Thursday, uh, Fed member uh, Mester is speaking. So uh, and that's interesting because right now they're all chiming in.
1: They are definitely sharing their thoughts and ideas. And um, we we saw that Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester uh, told CNBC's Face the Nation on Sunday that she still believes the Fed can get inflation under control without causing major damage to the economy.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is where right now the focus, we, we've been talking about it. Over the past few weeks, it has been a lot on the uh, on the uh, Russia-Ukraine war. But right now it's back to the Fed and inflation. And uh, this were where also, I mean, the 10-year yield, look at this, ripping higher. And again, this morning, higher. So now solidly at 2.75. And if you look at this, uh, I mean, just uh, a month ago, we were at 2% and now at 2.75. So that's three to quarters of a point. That's a lot because if you we, if we zoom out here a little bit and uh, look, these, these are highs that we haven't made since 2019. So in three
1: years. And the, the speed of that move is uh, a, a little troubling, uh, you know, just we, we do know that what goes up fast can come down, but it's, it's the in between, you know, just that acceleration is pretty fast at this point.
0: Yeah, it's also super interesting because right now the, the yield on China's 10 year government bonds is actually lower than the one on U.S. And that's something new. Right? And this has something to do with the, with the COVID outbreak. And I, I pulled it up this morning. Take a look at this. I mean, this is what's happening in China right now. Look at the COVID cases. So oh, I'm wow. just pulling up here the last uh, three months so that we see how drastically it is going up. But if you look at, at all time, this was the beginning of the pandemic. That's where they are right now. I mean, wow. this is why they're shutting down and they have a zero, to- uh, pol- uh, zero tolerance policy here.
1: Yeah, and the yield on China's 10-year government bond uh, falling to 2.75% overnight. It's the first time in 12 years that it's been below the U.S. Holy alternative.
0: Mother. Yeah. So this were where, uh, I mean, right now going back to to the war, and we have been keeping an eye on crude oil a lot. I mean, crude oil keeps falling, and that's probably basically uh, because of the news of China, right? Because China is the, the number one importer of oil. And if they're locking down and uh, companies have to shut down, there's less energy consumption.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that like we do know that you know in the international uh, you know community there there's been the release of uh, reserves and the attempt there, but uh, we also know that there's a big part of this right now is China and uh, not using crude oil because of the situation with COVID. So, so
0: right now, I would say uh, the focus had shifted and we are back to looking at inflation, interest rates uh, and yeah, the possibility of a recession. Or again, you said the Fed member yesterday said, oh, well, I don't see a recession coming, but uh, many others say it could come. But I mean, they don't think that it will be this year, but they're predicting it for next year.
1: And that's, you know, the, the time, will it come, the time horizon here? I mean, this is where I believe that. We're not going to see this, this quick transition if it is to come. Um, even uh, Mester, you know, to quote her uh, specifically, she said, if you look at the risks, given what's happening in the world and in the economy, there is an increased risk of a recession. But that she remains optimistic and certainly uh, with the model forecast and what's going on uh, and what's going to happen this year is that expansion will continue.
0: I mean, this is why this week is so important with the CPI and the PPI data where we see, okay, is it still rising or have we reached the top and it is now slowly declining here because that's what everybody's looking for.
1: But then also this yeah. week, earnings re- season is kicking yes. off again. <laughs> yes, back to earnings, back to earnings. Uh, we have JP Morgan, Chase and Delta, uh, You have financials, a, a few financials reporting uh, starting this week. And I think it kicks off on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about
0: our current trades here. So let's uh, let's uh, hop over here on the PowerX Optimizer. And uh, so last week, uh, let me just zoom out a little bit. Um, let's see. So we I had uh, AMD. Let's over go to uh, to the wheel. You did not trade AMD, right? I did trade AMD. Oh, yeah, you signed. did. OK. <clears throat> Just getting confused. There's one that we didn't do. Anyhow, so uh, this is where we sold the 98 put. I sold the 98 put that expired worthless. You sold uh, a higher put. So you got assigned, right?
1: I did. I got assigned at 104. I went a little higher. I sold, I, I think, two days before uh, you did. Uh, so I'm assigned. Uh, and I-, I do like how this one ranges. And oh, we yeah. are testing support there. Uh, but uh, this one, it will be... Uh, interesting to see if we could sell calls and, and manage the premium there.
0: Yeah, I really wanted to get a sign on this one. Then uh, Blackstone. Blackstone sold the 109 puts. So this is expiring this Thursday because Friday the markets are closed because of Good Friday. So we have a short trading week. We only have four days. So we'll see uh, right now trading at 114, almost 115. So it seems that uh, we are good there. So I had a DB that expired worthless uh, last week. So I sold the uh, 12 put and on Friday we closed at 12.81. So this expired worthless. Uh, I know that you traded Bank of America. Was this also expiring on Friday or is it?
1: Yes. And it expired worthless. So Bank
0: of America for you also expired worthless because you sold the 39.50 put and uh, it closed at uh, 39.67. Okay. Then I decided to trade HOG Harley Davidson, and this expiring this week. So I sold the thirty-four puts. I mean, this almost looks like I can close it at ninety percent profit today. If probably, I put in the right number. <laughs> close, 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 close. Okay. Then uh, Macy's. We traded Macy's last week. Now again. That's where I made the mistake. So uh, I am out of this one with, with a $3 profit per contract. And I, I think I traded like 50. So I mean, it's not too bad. It could have been worse. Uh, but you're still in this one, right?
1: I am. I am. I have puts at uh, 2250. So yeah, I've I'll see that. if
0: I can sell puts again today. I'll
1: I'll definitely do this.
0: Uh, and we, we might, right? I mean, we'll take a look at the, the pre-market action here in just a moment. Uh, and then also, I have a TPR Tapestry. And uh, this is where I sold the 37 put. Now it closed on 33 on Friday. So I am assigned. And this is where I'll see uh, if we can sell calls against it here this week at uh, at 37. So this is where the wheel starts. uh, And uh, again, yeah, both you and I have an assignment here, which is good. That's what we are looking for. Because this is where really selling calls is uh, where we can make a lot of money.
1: That's where I see a lot of the profits come in on assignment, as long as it's a good stock and good strike. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's take a look at uh, the pre-market action here and let's see
0: what is happening and what we can expect today. And uh, it's super interesting. I'm looking at a five minute chart here of the E-mini Nasdaq and uh, a little bit all over the place. Right. But uh, definitely pointing to a lower opening here right now, down 1.2 percent going into the open.
1: Yeah, Nasdaq leading the the E-minis with losses and uh, trading near session lows. Uh, interesting to see the Nasdaq-Mini Dow relationship. So the Dow and the Nasdaq uh, going a, a little bit against each other again. And same on on Friday actually, because the Dow closed higher on Friday. Um, so we're seeing a little bit of that that uh, the sell the the tech and maybe buy blue chips. We'll yeah, see.
0: that's where we go to. Okay, kind of uh, the the risk-off mentality right now. Because that's what we also see in the cryptocurrencies. I mean, there was this this huge conference in, in Miami. You covered it on Friday. Uh, but as we are looking at Bitcoin right now, I mean, over the past uh, week or last two weeks, it has been definitely moving lower. And this is just showing, I mean, tech stocks, Nasdaq, Bitcoin, it's in risk off environment. Yep. All right. Anyhow, um, well, since we do get uh, did get assigned in a few positions, uh, it is time to sell some calls here this morning or see what else we can do in terms of trading. So if you would like to know how exactly we do this, I'll link to a few videos right here uh, so that you can take a look at this. Uh, It's The wheel strategy in 15 minutes. It's it's a really good video. You should check it out. And then we'll see you again uh, tomorrow morning.
1: Happy trading, everybody.